Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Okay, left. We transition now into how the national championship game impacts Notre Dame. Notre Dame adds Sam Hartman. Most people expect the offense to take a step forward with the talent at the running back position, talent at the offensive line, and talent at the wide receiver position that we believe was there but was underutilized this year because of, you know, what Notre Dame had at the quarterback position once Tyler Buckner was injured. And heck, even before Tyler Buckner got injured, the way he was playing. The Gator Bowl comes around and you start to get, you start to see an inkling of what the wide receiver crew can do, right? We already knew Jaden Thomas was the best route runner on the squad. And that was just confirmed in the Gator Bowl. He's going to be a playmaker. Now, can he be a dude? In a semifinal game, can he be a dude in a championship game? Still yet to see. Tobias Merriweather, we hear about how great he is, and everybody loves him. BT transfer wide receiver Kayla Smith, that's now with Notre Dame, said, yo, I'm watching the practice, and I'm like, who was that dude? Oh, he's a, he's a freshman. A freshman? Can he be a dude? Can he be a dude? In a playoff game, can he be a dude? in a national championship game, right? No longer do you have a Michael Mayer, but it's Notre Dame. Somebody's going to jump up in that tight end room because it's Notre Dame. That's what they do. They produce tight ends. You fully expect that, but will they eventually have a dude? Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Will it be Eli Rare? Will it be Mitchell Evans? Will it be Holden Stays? Right? Lorenzo Styles Jr., can he return to his freshman form where we thought and expected that he was going to be a dude in his sophomore year? 
right? There's plenty of talent there. And the, and then you bring in the freshmen they're bringing in in the 23 class. Can one of those guys jump up and be a dude, right? And like, can you expect freshmen to make an impact? A.D. Mitchell caught the game-winning touchdown against Alabama in the championship game last year as a true freshman. Yeah. This is where it touches Notre Dame because the offense has been elevated. But the question is that defense. The question is still the linebackers because you still have guys at linebacker that are coming back. As of today, what's going to happen? Are you going to keep the same play that's been there over the last two years? Or are the young guys going to use, man, unseat them and rise to the occasion? And rise to the occasion. Like you have young guys on the back end, Ramon Henderson, Xavier Watts. What are they going to do? Your DBs, Cam Hart, Benjamin Morrison, Jaden Mickey. You bring in Thomas Harper. You look at his film, Thomas Harper's a little bit better than the three stars that he got coming out of high school. Yeah. He's a pretty darn good player. Your DBs, Clarence Lewis, you throw him in there. DBs are going to be okay if they stay healthy. It's all about health for Cam Hart. It's all about health for Cam Hart and Benjamin Morrison. Have to stay healthy. I don't want to hear about Georgia. What they're losing. They lost 15 players to the NFL, five defensive players in the first round. But you know what Georgia had this year left on a championship defense? Five freshmen or sophomores that were starters. The defense they had this year had five freshmen or sophomores starting. Starters left. Mm. Freshmen and sophomores. So I don't want to hear that. You got to wait for them to turn into juniors. No, 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 no. If you're a championship program, freshmen and sophomores, they make an impact. They make an impact. That's a championship team. That's recruiting at a championship level. That's how you get it done. That's how you get it done. That's how you get it done. And that's why we said last week, we could talk about Sam Harmon all you want to. You can talk about the excitement of that offense. If that defense doesn't raise his level, that you just saw that Georgia team. If they have five freshmen and sophomores starting, they're going to be sophomores and juniors next year. And the second string that came in, the freshmen and sophomores that came in second string, blitzing off the edge, getting sacks, disrupting the starting offense with TCU, oh, they're coming back too. So can Sam Hartman and that Notre Dame offense put up 40 points on that? That's what you have to ask yourself this morning. Yeah, can Sam Hartman put up 40 points? Can he put up 40 points on that? Not North Carolina defense. No. Not Wake Forest defense. No. Against a defense like that. Because last I checked, A.D. Mitchell, he's coming back. Kiers Jackson, he's coming back. The Harris kid, the true freshman, he's coming back. Lab McConkey can come back. Bowers is coming back. 
They lose two offensive linemen. Yeah, everybody, last week, everybody was happy. Yeah, national championship. Okay, now you just saw the litmus test. You just saw the litmus test. And they had an undefeated season in the SEC. Can you put up 40 points against that? Because that's what it's going to take. That's what it's going to take. And if somebody beats them, whoever beats them, you're going to have to put up 40 on them. But your program looks is ridiculous. Because it's going to have to be from top to bottom to beat a team like that. Because that means you Bro. are the team to beat after that. And you can't slip because they, they can mess around in three P. So it's going to be a lot. Dude. Like, too. G Baby said, if our O line blocks, dog, you say that like that's easy. That ain't. <laughs> if our O line blocks. We need a whole bunch more than blocking. Our O line is not facing anybody like Georgia on that schedule. The whole year. The whole year. Clemson don't got no Georgia D line. No, no, and that's what, he definitely don't got no. That's Georgia what Tyler D-line. Davis and the boys coming back. No, it ain't the same. It ain't the same. You need some dudes. What? Who are going to be the dudes? Tell us, LL Nation. Offensively, who are going to be the dudes? You need some dudes. You need some dudes in that fourth quarter. Who's Sam Hartman going to? That you know definitively, they can't stop him. They can't stop this dude. Right we now, can, everybody we can use him three to four different ways, and ain't nothing you can do to stop him. Remember, I said this yesterday, bro. I said it's a big difference between Marvin Harrison Jr. and Quentin Johnson, bro. Quentin Johnson runs three routes. Over route, post route, go route. That's it. Or drag a little crossing route across. That's it. System. He's not a polished wide receiver. Not a polished wide receiver. So it's going to be a lot easier to defend him and the TCU wide receivers than it was to defend Ekbuka and Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah. With a better quarterback. That's the litmus test. That's what we have to do. It's not whether or not, yeah, I feel like Notre Dame's going to put up 40-plus on that schedule next year. Easy, and I think they're going to do it easily. On Ohio State, for sure. Easily. But can you do it against them dudes? Yeah. That's, yeah a to- that's, a, that's a totally different. I think we learned. We learned that there's a big difference between Georgia. I do. I know Ohio State should have won the game, had a chance to win the game. They had over a month to prepare. If they had a week to prepare like in the regular season, it wouldn't have gone like that. C.J. Stroud played the best. C.J. Stroud played the best game of his life. I'm glad he played the best game of his life right before the draft. I'm yep. glad he did. Yep. Super glad he did. You think the Bears going to draft a guy and trade Justin Fields? Man, don't believe that foolishness, man, people talking right now. Don't believe that foolishness, dude. I'd trade him, Bryce Young. That's the dumbest thing in the world. Right. You know how That's bad it. this team – do you know how bad this team is? 
Do think you about understand Justin Fields' trade value? Okay. You put Bryce Young back there with that offensive line with 55 but he, sacks. But in the trade value for Justin Fields, I'm going to grab a lineman. I'm going to grab a first round. Get a, a lineman from where? Out of this draft? Who? No, no, no. I'm saying I'm a, whoever I trade with, I'm going to grab a lineman from their team. One lineman? Maybe two, depending on, I don't, you know. The, Bears, the Bears need all five. <laughs> Stop it, bro. Stop it. No, 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 no. I'm not. Look, any Bears fan in the chat will tell you. Literally, the Bears need at least four, four linemen. Four. Could you, get, could you get it with Justin Fields? Yes. Four linemen? Yeah. Man, what value do you think Justin Fields has right now? Uh, apparently, he's a hot topic in the league. He's a franchise guy. If 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 he can nab you a first and maybe another pick, that's the, that's the max. Okay. If I'm a team, max. wait a minute. If I'm a team, and then you got the first round pick. If I'm a team willing to take a kid that has proven that he can run, but he can't throw. Oh, uh, here we quite go. Quite yet? No, 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 no. I don't put that on him though. I'm just saying there is no tape of him being a consistent thrower. He doesn't have a film a week to week going out there consistently carving up defenses. Do you know who else doesn't? But that's not on him. Do you know who else doesn't? That's not on him. Allen doesn't. Yeah, that's fair. If you want to say that, that's fine. If you want to say that, that's fine. I give you that. All I'm telling you is, all I'm telling you is that that cat Bryce Young, you don't want to put him on that bad team. You don't. So if you get no, him, I don't, I don't want to ruin Bryce. Young. He deserves well. I don't want him to go to Houston either. He Man. gonna go to one of the team. That's tough. That's tough, left. Be interesting. It would be interesting. I think that the Bears should trade Justin Fields for sure. Then if you trade Justin Fields, you get good trade value. At least you get another first-round pick, get a lineman. Now you have the first pick of the draft, another first-round pick. You got a lineman. You get Bryce Young, boom. And you get another first-round, maybe get a, a receiver or a line, another lineman. Now you got two linemen. And then now you you cooking now. Now remember, my favorite team, Jacksonville, it took us two years. We need a coaching change because we got Doug Peterson, done a great job with Trevor Lawrence. They won nine games in their first year. And, you know, Trevor Lawrence is pretty solid. You know, he, he showed us he was solid. But, you know, Trevor Lawrence came in first year. Everybody thought he was trash. Second year with a new coach. That's the key. But I can tell you right now, Luke Getzey is hard. <laughs> As an offense coordinator, he's, he's terrible. That's my point, Lev. He's terrible. He's terrible. I don't need to see him another year to know he's terrible. It's terrible. Now, either you're going to have to give Luke Getzey a bunch of talent, just a bunch of talent that he can work with, so now he can be better as a play caller, or they can make him look better as a play caller, which means you need more picks. And the number one pick is going to give you more picks than trading Justin Fields. It just is. You pick up two picks with Justin Fields, man, you can mess around, pick up four or five picks. I saw I saw 
uh, a proposed trade where the Bears get the two first round picks from they swap picks with the Colts, like four and thirty one or something. Then they get the Colts number one for next year, right? And they get like a third or a second, and they get DeForest Buckner from the Colts. Like that's the, that's the type of haul you can get for that number one pick. And these dudes talking about trading for two picks with Justin Fields and taking another. Oh, but it's gonna be more than two picks. Man, it could be on, more man. than two. It'd be a first and a look, look. and a third and maybe a fourth and a and a lineman. Dude, Luke Getzey. I'm sorry, Jonathan. Luke Getzey is horrible. He's horrible. <laughs> He's horrible. It literally took him six weeks. To recognize this dude had Justin Fields and those receivers a full training camp. And it took him six weeks to realize I need to use Justin Fields' legs. You are not a smart offensive coordinator if it took you six weeks into the season to realize that the best offensive weapon I have with these wide receivers in this offensive line is the legs of Justin Fields. It took him six weeks and a bye week to realize that. So don't tell me that he's not bad. He's horrible. Mm. Common sense would have told you that. But you know what he did? He tried to change Justin Fields into this pocket passer with these bad wide receivers. So if he's so great, that was his game plan. He knew the wide receivers were questionable coming out of camp. He knew the offensive line was questionable. And he knew he had a young quarterback. But he tried to change him into a pocket passer mm. instead of using his gifts and talents. But you want to tell me Luke Getzey is okay. No, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's not. Any any common sense, any smart offensive coordinator would have said, like Brian Dable, Brian Dable would have took him just like he took Josh Allen and said, you know what? Scrap all this other stuff. We're gonna run, we're gonna run you. We're gonna use these legs. Yeah. And get you outside and let you make plays outside the pocket. But it took him six weeks and a bye week for the light bulb to go on. Come on, man. Man, they need to get that dude some new coaches. They need the Bears players. The report came out today, bro. Bears players are talking to management, upper management about the coaching staff in the exit interviews. It all it already came out. Well, when you when you the worst team in the league for that year, you know you gonna you gonna have some stuff like that, dude. How how are you the worst team in the league and you don't have an open door policy for your players to come in and talk to? How? How? Everybody on that coaching staff is should be under a microscope. Everybody, defensive coordinator too. Everybody, of course, better players makes any coach look better. Of course. But that cat Luke Getsy, let's not act like he's that bright, bro. They said after six weeks going into the bye week, we had to watch film and reevaluate the talent on the team. You should have known the talent on the team stunk in what are you talking about? Mm. The fans knew that the talent stunk before the season. How did you not know that as the offensive coordinator? It's the upper management stuff, man. <laughs> I'm saying, man. That's crazy. So, no. You know who they need to bring back? 
Our man Lovey. No, no, Lovey did us a solid Sunday. <laughs> I Lovey, man, Lovey, we love you, boy. We love you. That's a solid comeback against the Colts. Man, if y'all love Lovey, bring Lovey back, man. He'll go get he gonna get the defense right. That dude Lovey gave the, the right. He gave the Texas the middle finger on the way out the door. That's right. Like y'all gonna fire me? Yeah. Y'all it, take this number two pick. See how he helped Chicago out. Now Chicago doing a solid now. <laughs> bring him back. Well, you bring him back as a consultant, bro. I'll bring you back head coach. Justin Fields needs that. That that leadership, that guidance. Because Lovey gonna get that D right. He been there before. You know. He's a, he's a little too hot in Texas. You know, that beard is a little too hot for him. Well, he's a Texas boy. He's a Texas boy, so he's used to it. Oh, I hear that. He, he's used to it. So, no, Bears probably are going to trade back either because now you already know the Colts are going to give you a haul. Uh, Chris Ballard, he met with the media this morning in Indianapolis and flat out said, yes, we we go, we giving up to move up in the draft to get our quarterback. He said it this morning. So you already know the Colts. Okay, they're coming to the table. The Texans, they're goofy. They have to be at the table if they want Bryce Young because they can't let somebody jump them. So now they have to put a package together. And then it's always a team in the teams that's willing to sacrifice everything to come up. So Bears are sitting pretty, bro. Is there a quarterback to do that this draft? It depends on what you think about Bryce Will Young. Levis. <laughs> Man, look, Will Levis to me is Mitchell Trubisky. He's going to go to the Colts. He, Will Levis is Mitchell Trubisky to me. Probably worse. Because you know darn well C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young are better quarterbacks. Just like you knew Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson were better quarterbacks than Mitchell Trubisky. Man, give him that Zach Wilson treatment, man. It's a shame. It's bad for sports. It's bad for sports. You know Zach Wilson's on the petty train. You know that, right? What what did he do? Oh, dude, we'll get to it. You know he's on the petty train. So, but getting back to Notre Dame. Yo, this 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 charge up the mountain, and it's amazing. I'm amazed because we asked Notre Dame fans, when do you think Notre Dame is going to win a championship? And most Notre Dame fans settled on 2024. They were like, yo, we believe in Marcus Freeman. We believe he can recruit at a higher level. We like what he's doing. We're going to let him learn and get better as a coach. And by 2024, we should be ready. All of a sudden, you get Sam Hartman, and you feel like Sam Hartman has just jumped, just hyperspaced the program up to the level of what we saw last night. No. And I – we don't have a defense to hide Sam Hartman like that. You know, I would love to get come and play beyond his level. Yes, I would love to get Sam Hartman the Stetson Bennett treatment and just surround have a man, dude surrounding him everywhere. But we like dudes, him. though. But like dudes, young dudes, old dudes. I think we made the right move of getting an older guy at the position. Isn't Sam Hartman like 32 or something like that? Man, he ain't 32. There you go. And he, don't he have a whole family and he's responsible? He can 
He's the only person on the team that can rent a car. Dude, you're bugging right now, bro. <laughs> you're bugging right now. Bugging that's right obviously now. the recipe because now that clearly means that that's a piece of what Georgia had. They had a very, very, very veteran uh, guy at the position. So that's one piece, but that only helps when you have guys around him that are very, very experienced. So and we'll get to see. That's that's the beautiful thing about this spring, right? And while the onus now goes to this coaching staff, because man, these man, Jordan Botello needs to become a dude. ASAP. Josh Bar- Burnham needs to be a dude. Nolan Ziegler needs to be a dude. Jalen Sneed needs to be a dude. Once again, after losing five guys to the first round NFL draft last year on defense, Kirby Smart started five freshmen or sophomores and just won a championship in dominant it fashion. Nothing. It was nothing. In dominant fashion. That's everybody. It's not just Notre Dame. Nick Saban has to shoot for that. Every Ohio State, everybody. That's that's the top of the mountain. And they're going to be even more experienced next year. Even more experienced. With more disrespectful pregame speeches coming from Kirby Smart. Because they can. That's the funny part, because they can. And like Jay Henry, that's a great point. New signal caller. And that's the thing about the landscape next year. A lot of big programs. Alabama will have a new signal caller. Ohio State will have a new signal caller. Georgia's going to have a new signal caller. But guess what? Georgia won the championship with Stetson Bennett as a first-time signal caller. That's got to be an asterisk or a caveat. Like, dude, there's – He's had the ultimate quarterback experience playing with house money. He went into the season being like, we can go all the way and then some. Yeah. All I got to do is just be who I am, average. Yeah. Carl, I see your trade. Uh, Quentin Nelson just signed a brand new deal. I don't think. I hope it got some zeros on that. Yeah, I don't think. uh, I think they're trying to dump salary. They're in cap hell in Indianapolis. So they're probably trying to dump salary, and that's why DeForest Buckner will probably be um, putting that trade over Quentin Nelson, who just got that new money. And there's no way I'm trading the best offensive lineman in football. No, 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 I wouldn't do it. Yeah. But, no, there's a lot – some dudes – on the Notre Dame football roster need to be established this spring. Do they have a quarterback good enough to win a championship? Yes. Is, is he the type of quarterback that's about to put a team on his back and carry them to the championship? No. We got to find some dudes in that wide receiver room. We believe we have some dudes at the running back position. Yes. We have some dudes. We believe we have some dudes on the offensive line. Yes. Defensively, who are the dudes? We believe we have dudes at cornerback. Yes. Do we have dudes at linebacker? We don't know. We don't know. We haven't seen them. 
from a talent standpoint, like, yeah, we hear about them all the time. Hear about them. Do we have dudes at the defensive line? No. See, Georgia showed that you can have dudes. You have to have dudes on at least two levels. Yes. Because that secondary was suspect. Secondary suspect. But the secondary was young. Young. One of them's got to be developing group, while the other two got to be solid. It's got to be solid. Got to be solid. Right? And when when your defense does a little drop, your offense has to come up. Right? And the offense will probably come down a little bit, but guess what? All of those young players that played on defense this year, they're going to make the defense better. So Georgia has the combination going. Whatever side loses, they just make up the difference on the other side. Just make up the difference. Notre Dame has gained on the offensive side. Can that Notre Dame defense get up to enough of a level to support what we expect will be a better offense, especially in bigger games? That's the question. And that's the quandary for Marcus Freeman and his entire staff. We have to find some dudes. We have to find some dudes. It's one thing to have stars. It's another thing to go out there and do it. Yeah. You got to go out there and do it, and you have to do it on the biggest of stages. On the biggest of stages. Do we have a big stage quarterback? We don't know. Yeah. that That's, for me, I almost got – <laughs> this is the this is the difference and you you made this point the only thing that's going to change things is expansion because now it gives teams less time to prepare that's right for these playoff games i don't know if that's better for the more dominant teams or if that's better for the lesser teams not to have a more dominant team i mean heck Georgia only had a week to prepare for TCU, but it's obvious that the first time they put the film on, they were like, "We, yeah, we, yeah." TCU is only a speed bump, but it could be, you know, the game after TCU. They overlook TCU the next week, mm-hmm. and they overlook another team that may give them some trouble, not beat them, yeah, but give them some trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Lucky Lefty Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, CFB Nation, and Conjunctual Irish Breakdown. Great t- content, great shows. You already know what we do. We spin it different. I would like to say once again to reiterate what I said and spoke to you guys. Special guest tomorrow, former Notre Dame linebacker, big time businessman right now, Super Bowl champion in the NFL. Walk the same hallways that I walked at 1744 West Pryor Avenue. None other than Corey Mays is going to join us tomorrow on the Lucky Lefty Podcast. It's about time we got some of this Morgan Park Mustang blood up on the Lucky. Yeah, I got tired of hearing all that dating stuff. I had to go grab one of my guys. Had to go grab one of my guys. That's how you got to do it. Yeah, so we can talk about what it is to come out of Chicago. And he is a great story especially for that four for forever that Notre Dame speaks about. When you hear about what he's been able to do, stepping away from football and into the business world, 
man, you you're definitely going to enjoy hearing from him. And then Thomas Harper, the newest addition via the transfer portal from Oklahoma State, the nickel safety. He joins us Thursday, tentatively Thursday. And more than likely, it's going to be Thursday or Friday, but we have him locked in Thursday, 11.30 a.m., right here with us on the Lucky Lefty Podcast. I might go ahead and grab Sam Hartman for next week, bro. Mm. Word? Hey, you know, we swing, we spin it different. Okay. We spin it different. Because I want Sam to come on here and talk that talk is ish. Yeah, because I think it'd be important for the fans to hear that you're not coming for just a vacation in the in the boosting resume. Man. You did? Don't just come to get a resume booster. Because we're gonna we gonna give you that naturally. You know, we, uh, we showed you interest. We're gonna we're gonna do our part. Thanks. But what are you doing on your part to bring us some two dubs that we desperately need? <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, Brady, I think we said it, Brady Quinn. I don't know if we we said it when we tried to grab him after the Gator Bowl. He told us, I'll get you guys after the national championship game. Because the schedule was crazy. So when he hits us, that's when he'll be on the show. When he hits us, he hits us. When he says his schedule is good, he'll be on the show. Uh, Lucky Lucky Podcast. Get through some of these uh, questions before we get to the favorite part of the show. Jason Hewlett, thank you for the super chat. Coach Smart, best speech ever. Luck for OC. Most disrespectful speech. I think we've been on that. Oh, Jason Hewlett, thank you for the super chat. What happens to 25 and 20 and love that's on deck? Three and seven already eating the snaps. I'm just saying, luck for OC. I think you see what, look, they said it last night. No running back on Georgia ever had a game of over 20 carries this year. And all three of them played. At this point, Jeremiah Love and Jadarian Price, you know what you're walking into. The two big dudes will be leaving Notre Dame next year after three years going to the NFL. And then your sophomore year is your show. They know what it is. It's the same. Logan Diggs had to wait for Kyron to leave. Aldrick waited for Kyron to leave. You know what it is. And man, that's – they know. They know. They know. Better get on – man, Brian Mason and special teams, kick return. There's all type of ways to make an impact. And, heck, if you're just that good, hopefully they'll put you on the field. Truman, Theodore Dumel, $4.99. Thank you for the super chat. I don't know. I just read that $4.99 like it was part of his tag, bro. What type of impact would bringing back the prodigal son, C.J. Williams? Well, he's not a prodigal son to me. I mean, the dude left the class and then said some disrespectful things about Notre Dame. So I could care less. Lucas is not coming. I'm actually going to watch Justin Scott tonight play basketball. So, nice. yeah, well, I'm, go- I'm going to watch him tonight up at St. Ignatius. So, man, you know, but if he comes back and they want him, that's, that's, I mean, that's their choice. But I think, like Jay Mickey said it best in response to his decommitment, like, you know what? Bounce. 
because you can't even be a man of your word. So obviously they had had conversations. Yeah, we're not tripping. Ryan Loftus said Georgia's about to lose 75% of their starters, right? I don't believe it's 75%. But, hey, they just lost 15 last year. And what happened? They look better. <laughs> this team, this year's team did actually look better. Because last year they still had to win, like, with defense. Yeah. Now the offense is cooking. It's like, man, Doma Watt, thank you for the super chat. Bobby Knight liked Coach Smart's speech. Oh, Bobby Knight would like that as much as many expletives as he threw out. He probably threw a chair. That's why they didn't have a video. They had the audio. Right. <laughs> the Georgia players, if anything, were probably like, dang, Kirk, where? Like, I know we're going to beat them, but dang. That's <laughs> right. Like, man, you being, you went all out for this speech. Like, today. Like, man, are we playing Bama? Like, Dude. Yeah, are we playing a team that actually can do something? Right. Like, what was this speech against Ohio State? Yeah. You know what time it is left. It's time to get petty. Oh, we did a good job executing are you upset with something? And fire up the Petticoat Junction train. I just don't like you. You don't? No. What is today's Petty Historic Petty Junction? Petty Junction, Pettiest Stories of the Day, brought to you by Anora Whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com, that premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. Now, I love the chat. Uh, someone in the chat said that uh, George is just going to reload. I mean, that's what they do. But I'll tell you one thing. The Georgia we watched the last two years, don't bring up the Notre Dame games where we played them close because this ain't the same Georgia. No, no, no. They they've gone to a whole nother level since those games. So please don't bring up those games anymore. Yeah, that, that was uh that was in there before they evolved for them. Man. We catching yeah. Ohio State and A D evolution. That's what we about to I, I totally agree with that and the fact that that coach, hey, he got out coached. Like they said he was born on third. He got out coached this year, in my opinion. Of course. You can't inherit a good team. You have to build a good team. So here we go, left. Here's your boy, Zach Wilson. This is why he's on the petty train. You said you're a competitor. So if they come to you in March and say, look, uh, we're going to keep you. We like you. We're going to develop you. But we're signing veteran X to be our starter. Mm -hmm. How would you feel? Yeah, I'm going to make that dude's life hell in practice every day. <laughs> you know, I'm going to I'm going to go out there and do my best uh, to just show the coaches that I deserve to be there. and. You know, and it's not it's not in a negative way, it's a positive way. It's making everybody else, you know, better, hopefully, and, and you go out there and you just attack every single day. Man, you ain't making nobody's life hell in practice. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Thunder man is shut up. You couldn't even make Joe Flacco's life hell. You couldn't make Mike White's life hell in practice. What the Zach Wilson, shut up. Yeah, shut up. Shut up. Your own receivers were dogging you, fam. 
in front of you in the locker room after games. Mm. Nobody respects you. No one. Will Levis. This you see dude. that, Will Levis? That's what overrated can get you. This dude. Mel Kuyper talking about Will Levis is the number one quarterback in this draft. Man, if you don't get your – yeah, Mel Kuyper, you on the petty train. Get your goofy self. And, Mel, look, I, I'm not trying to go super hard on Mel because I know he's had some issues, health issues, and it's glad to see him back. So I'm going to stop short of really going in. But, Mel, come on, man. Don't perpetuate that crap. Don't do that. 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 Don't be the one. Just tell the truth. These are the top two dudes. They've shown it for the last two years. Stop. Stop. Because I guarantee to, you. Don't try to make no aha, you know, prediction at the end of the day. Stick to the stick to the script. Yes. You've seen it for the last two years. Come on, man. Don't give me no surprise. Well, he's got the te- no, no, he doesn't. But you know what? We already know NFL executives, they're dummies. Because it was one that took Zach Wilson. It was one that took Mitchell Trubisky. And it's going to be one that jumps up and takes Will Levis early. There's one that took Josh Allen. Come on, boy. You are you just are relentless on this cat, Josh Allen. Good grief. You are relentless, dude. Because they won't quit on Josh Allen. They keep talking about he's the second and first best quarterback. How? How is he better than Lamar? Lamar should have been paid more than this joker, man. You worried about Lamar if he plays against your boys? Man, he ain't playing. He need to get paid first. He need to get his NIL deal up with the Ravens. Man, hopefully that's about to be our turn at Notre Dame real, real soon. Lucky Lefty Podcast. So. For the boy, the original lucky lefty himself, Malik Zaire. I'm Sean Davis. Great show. Chat, LL Nation, as always. You guys are fantastic. You're the best. We appreciate all your POVs, everything you bring to the show. Couldn't do it without you. The climb to 5,000 is real. Once again, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Every Nation, in conjunction with Irish Breakdown. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Don't forget, Corey Mays joins us tomorrow on the Lucky Lefty Podcast. I don't know. You hear that noise, bro? It's that rain, man. I got rain in Cali. Y'all do have rain in Cali. And I heard it was raining pretty hard, dude. So my roommate picking somebody up from Santa Barbara gets stuck, can't make it to him. They the they boxed him off from getting there and coming back, so he had to sleep at the gas station all night because they blocked off the roads because it was flooding. Oh, it's like landslides too, right? Yeah, so he couldn't go or come back, so he's stuck on the coast. Not that's, how you want to be. That's wild. Yeah, so oh, that's wild. He was sleeping in his car all night. I know he was sorry. Man, if you're on the left coast, be safe out there, man. I know baby girl was complaining about using her umbrella to go to class this morning. So 
Once yeah, he dies tomorrow. Drive out here, man. <laughs> Corey Mays tomorrow. Thomas Harper Thursday right now. Might be Friday. And Brady Quinn sometime in the near future. Hey, you already know. We spin it. Yeah.